Um, uh, and I want to say, uh, yeah, you, because uh, Lee did buy you some time, you have a little bit more time to kind of openly talk about what your plan is. Uh, now that you have a pretty good way to get him out of a house, what's the plan as far as ha using that time wisely, I guess? Jesse, what did you see when you were uh, trailing him? Yeah, so his he when he went into the greenhouse, it didn't look like a gardening outfit. It was like hardcore radioactive chemical outfit. Um, so I don't know what's back there, but I don't think it's plants. Um, he locked it up really good too. So if we went back there, we'd have to try to pick a lock or break the glass or he would for sure notice. Um, but I definitely think there's something weird back there. I don't know what it is. Okay, so it doesn't sound like we can go in there just yet. Dusty has a... Some time. Has a... He's got it somewhat with the uh, with my tie pin to get open get open this room where there's a sad baby inside. We could still try to do that. Right, what? There's a sad baby inside a door inside a room upstairs. You, you guys, you guys aren't interested in sad babies. That's just no. We should. I think so that. <laughs> I think that um, the greenhouse we should do when he's actually left the house because he'll probably notice us back there. But we could probably distract him long enough for you to pick the lock while he's still here. Or you could split up when he's gone too, if you wanted to check out that room as well. Is a possibility mm -hmm. too. He, he'd be gone with that one. Like what you guys set up, the plan in motion and stuff. He'd be gone for a good chunk of time. <laughs> Yeah, I think we can just wait until he's uh, he's gone to enact most of our plans. Um, checking the room, checking the greenhouse, and then maybe we can also check his bedroom, too. Who's the oh, one wait. who's going to go into the greenhouse? There's only one suit. It's probably not, not too big for me. <laughs> Tank? I mean, Ashley? Tank. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're too cool for radiation poisoning. You'll be fine. I mean, I'm not happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, with that, it sounds like you have at least the beginnings of a plan. You can always make up more on the fly as things go by. Uh, Mr. Corbett gets all of your stuff moved into rooms. Uh, and he begins to kind of cook uh, some food for dinner. Uh, and he's like, I heard your favorite was... Uh, everybody just kind of lists something off. Mac and cheese. Tic Tac. What'd you say? Tic Tac. Tic Tac. Tic I'm making all of it. <laughs> He's like, kind of, he puts on like a, a chef's apron that says number one chef friend. <laughs> and he kind of starts to uh, kind of chop things up. Now. He's kind of distracted in the kitchens. You can do some stuff while, like, you still haven't fully looked around the house to see what's in the house and stuff like that. That's, like, not necessarily you don't have to break into it kind of stuff. Um, uh, but, yeah, you can look around the house a little bit more. Somebody can distract him a little bit further, so you can probably do a little bit more in-depth stuff. Uh, but, yes, what would you like to do? Can I request oh. bagel bites? What, what? <laughs> can I request bagel bites? Bagel bites, Yes. <laughs> You mean these? He pulls them out of the oven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll stay in the kitchen because I do feel like the the word vomit is will be pretty effective. Yeah, that's good. That'll keep them. Uh, for you, I want to say, 
Uh, you know what? J uh, you can use points and gossip if you'd like. I think that would just do it. You wouldn't have to roll or anything. The more points you use, the more distracted he is. So up to you how many you would like to use. I'll do three points. Three points. God damn. <laughs> it turns out he's really into Backstreet Boys as well. <laughs> what are his opinions about Backstreet Boys and NSYNC? Like the rivalry that's between. Oh, he he gives me a really diplomatic answer that's like it's like really good. He definitely knows. Yeah, it's a stuff. political <laughs> like dodge. <laughs> a tear comes to your eye. I never <laughs> thought of it that way. I never thought of that. Uh, with that, he is thoroughly distracted while he cooks. Um, he's in the zone cooking. He's in the zone talking about his favorite pants. Um, what would people like to do while he's distracted? Can I purposely get? them mixed up between like which songs are playing like Backstreet Boys song comes on and I'm like oh is this in sync <laughs> you're just there fucking with them <laughs> just to add more conversation fodder I, I will say that's enough like you can use a zero point gossip if you want to distract even further so he's very focused on talking to both of you uh, and cooking uh, all these meals <laughs> just every single meal um, uh, what would the three of you like to do in the meantime I want to check out Sad Baby. Sad Baby, going to Sad Baby. I'm going to go check out. I'm going to go check out his uh, his actual room. Oh, good. Okay, so let's go with the actual room first because I want to save Sad Baby for a different moment. Um, but yes, Sad uh, Baby, <laughs> show me Sad Baby. <laughs> uh, but uh, Lee, you go up to Mr. Corbett's bedroom, and it looks like a average uh, bedroom that you'd expect an adult would have. Um, just kind of a, a king-size bed. Uh, everything's made up. It's, he cleaned before he had guests over, of course. Um, and yeah, he's got a big dresser uh, full of drawers. He's got uh, what looks like a lockbox on his uh, dresser. He's got a, a tube television uh, just kind of sitting on top of that dresser as well. It's one of those long kind of dressers, not like a tall one or anything. Um, then, of course, nightstands and lamps and everything like that. Uh, just everything you'd expect is probably in their closet. You know, whole, whole spiel. Whole spiel. All right. Well, it sounds like most of what's going on up here is pretty ordinary. Um, can I use some intuition to try to figure out whether that lock box is anything that I can open and is worth opening? You, uh, yeah. Uh, you, it does look awful, like, curious, like this lockbox. It's kind of like a flatter lockbox. Maybe it holds documents or something inside of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, I feel like based on how much uh, did you spend anything in intuition? Just raw dog skill. No, I spent one point. You spent a point. Okay, yeah. So it definitely looks like something you'd probably want to look into, um, especially as an, a little investigator kid who's like all about that and stuff. If there's anything in this room that looks like it would have anything of purchase in it, uh, it would be that box for sure. All right. Uh, I'd like to use. Uh, I'd like to use Filch to try to get into it. All right. It's a Filch check. I want to say. Uh, he he finds this box relatively important to him, so it's a filch check of five. All right, well, he's made I, sure that it's got all the stops to make sure that nobody breaks into this thing. What'd you do? Oh, oh you. I dropped my dice on the ground. One second. <laughs> Sorry, just breaking the immersion for a second. There's literally like fireworks going off around us because it's the Dodgers one. Oh damn! I don't hear it. Yeah. At all. Well, you're not in LA. 
<laughs> I meant like on your microphone. <laughs> oh no no! <laughs> True. I was like they wouldn't yeah, be happy me. about it. You got me there. <laughs> like in real life, duh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, what'd you get? All right, I rolled ooh five, five. Uh, what did I say it was? Uh, you said it was a six, but I used one. So yeah, you did. This is like uh, Squid Games. What was? My <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um so uh uh what's it called um yeah you you managed to like you think you're about to break the lock like the lock when you're messing with it because you just barely make it but you do manage to you hear it and then it like kind of releases a little bit all right i'd like to open it up and see what's inside you find two books uh one of them has a a uh, Latin name on the front of it and looks very, very old. Very old. Uh, and then the other one looks like a journal uh, that doesn't have Latin written on it. <laughs> so it's easier to read. Um, the Latin that you can make out is on the cover, or it's on the spine, and it says Liber Ivonis on it. Uh, and on the front cover, it looks like it has uh, it looks like three Y's joined at the tips. So imagine like a third Y going down like that. Uh, and then there's a circle around it. So, like, it has been charmed. It has what? Like, it's like the charm symbol. Is that what that's from? <laughs> it's almost like the charm symbol. Almost. It is not a symbol you have recognized. Let's put it that way. Um, can I hear the conversation downstairs from where I am? They sound very distracted, and you haven't uh, done anything to alert anybody. Like, the lock unlocking doesn't sound very loud or anything like that. All right, perfect. Um, I'd like to look through the journal. All right. Inside, you find um, some sad some sad articles in there. Uh, he talks about how he can't deal with uh, losing his wife and child, and, you know, things have gone very south since that happened. Um, he then says... The uh, the biggest you start flip kind of closer to the end and stuff like that. And you do find um, maybe about a year ago he says that he has reached out, uh, like in uh, his his great 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 grandfather's estate he has found some articles of uh, mystery that he he has started kind of dabbling with a little bit. Um, he found a strange book. He found um, some. Uh, uh, people that he met up with uh, that are associated with this book and everything like that figured out that his great-great-grandfather was in something called the Cult of Contemplation. Um, and then he said, so, it ends ominously with something along the lines of, this is it, I might see them again. And then he just doesn't write anymore. Like, it's not like it trailed off or anything or something spooky happened. It just seems like he just kind of stopped caring about writing in his journal after that point. Is this journal dated or anything, or is it just... just uh, it's it's dated, it, but it ends about a year ago. Like, it seems like ago, whatever right. he decided to do, he's been putting into action for about a year now. He got busy with his contemplation. Mm -hmm. Contemplates the shit out of him. Uh, with that, uh, we will go back to Fenston and Dustin uh, in front of the baby door. Okay, Dustin, I want you to roll me... Uh, what did I say before? Did I actually tell you a filch check before? I don't think I did. He did, and he passed it. Yeah, <laughs> and he started opening it. Oh, did you? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, uh, you hear We're gonna the... chew this baby up, uh, and you open the door. <laughs> you open the door. All you see in this room. This room looks 
fucked. <laughs> like, there, it's almost like the carpet's been torn up and stuff like that. There's, like, kind of floorboards sticking up and everything like that. Um, and the second you open the door, the first thing you see is something. Uh, it looks like there's a trap door in the floor, and it shuts. Uh, you, you maybe saw something jump into it as you entered the room. Um, but other than that, the room looks like... Ooh, it's not great. Uh, it's a nursery. It looks like it's got like kind of a baby's cradle in one corner. There's a one of those little like um, what's it called, the mobile things above it and everything. It's playing kind of a creepy tune and everything like that. Um, there's some suspicious stains on the floor, and I want to say of the dark colored variety. Um, I swear, I don't know how you commoners live like this. (laughs) Um, And uh, most of the windows have been boarded up, except it looks like one of the windows, the boards have been taken down recently, which correlates with the boards or the window that Fenston saw the other night. So, dinner's Dusty. ready. <laughs> <laughs> you took too long. You, you have to do your special way of uh, closing up stuff. You have to wipe down all the parade. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Roll yourself a uh, filter check. Uh, I want to say uh, eh, not much because all you did was unlock the door. Uh, although damage may have been done because something left that room. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, yeah, uh, so give me a just a, a three-point filter check. Should be good. All right, I'll put uh, just two in it. Guarantee. Yep, four. Sounds good. Uh, so yeah, you do it. You, you lock it back up perfectly fine. Uh, make sure none of the lights are on or anything. There's no fingerprints and everything. And you all go down and you have dinner with Mr. Corbett. Uh, I want to say it's a very awkward dinner. Uh, he's just kind of chilling at one end of the table. Um, he doesn't necessarily want you all to sit at the table and eat with him like a family or anything. Actually, he does. I'm going to change my mind. He totally wants that because uh, he misses his family. So he totally wants to eat like a family again with some children. Um, so uh, you're all eating your favorite dishes and at Mr. Corbett's table. And he's just like, so, Fenston, uh, how are your parents doing? Uh, they're doing great. Um, nothing hinky about them. Nope. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know... Um, how are your parents doing? Oh, I mean, uh, that's not really a topic. <laughs> he's an older man, so probably already did. <laughs> so he's like, well, uh, I'm sure they're fine wherever they are. <laughs> cool story, bro. Cool story. <laughs> and is, uh, are the Fitzwilliams treating your mother well, Dusty? If you, if I may call you that, <laughs> now that we're friends, <laughs> whatever, whatever suits your fancy, Mister Corbett. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's pulling down enough from this job to get me all of the crust-filled sandwiches I could want. <laughs> <laughs> it's good they're just sandwiches good. with crusts. That's all I get to eat. But you occasionally dip them in mayo for extra flavor. <laughs> Uh, Miss Miss Davies, uh, did your parents get the gift that I gave them the other day? Uh huh. Super happy about it. <laughs> I was gonna say you can make up whatever you want, but I kind of like that you don't know what it is. 
<laughs> it was very expensive, let me tell you. I'm sure they I hope they're I hope they even use it on, on the vacation. That would be wonderful. Totally. Yeah, they're so stoked. <laughs> they're so stoked. <laughs> Uh, Ms. Davies here was telling me all about uh, 98 Degrees uh, and and the the InSync. Uh, what about you, Miss Ashley? You see, you seem to be interested. If you'd like, we can put on a record. Uh, the InSync. <laughs> of the InSync, yes. Um, do they even make records anymore? <laughs> I mean, oh yes, of course. The vinyl is never going anywhere, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the audio quality alone. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy, have your parents gotten stumbled into any uh, uh, mysteries or 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 stories of interest lately? They, it's always fascinated me the things that your parents have gotten into. No, they are so busy with work. Sometimes I'm just glad they managed to get on their vacation with uh, the rest of their friends. Ah, uh, yes, everybody needs a good time off, for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, are you all finding your accommodations good? Oh, so much fun. I look forward yeah. to having ice cream later. Oh, oh you, I, I, I love ice cream. It's it's my favorite. <laughs> he, he gets a little paranoid because he didn't tell you about the ice cream and he wanted it to be a uh, surprise. And he's like, oh, has somebody been doing a little snooping in my house? I actually really <laughs> like uh, mochi ice cream. I don't know if you've heard what that is, Mr. Corbett. Uh, Mr. Mr. Corbett, I didn't mean to snoop, but I, I saw it when we were getting the frozen broccoli out of the freezer. Ah, yes. Okay, that explains. <laughs> His demeanor goes from, and then smiles again. He's like, ah, yes, yes, of course, of course. That makes all uh, perfect sense. Uh, but yes, now the cat's out of the bag. Uh, once you're all full, uh, we have ice cream for all of you, and we even have the mochi ice cream, Ashley, because uh, your parents specifically told me that's your favorite, and I went all the way to Chinatown in Chicago to get it. Because mochi ice cream is Chinese. It's, yeah, uh. you can still get it there, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get it in Michigan, that's for fucking sure. Yeah, like, this is the 90s. <laughs> it's the 90s. No one knows what mochi is in the 90s. <laughs> Ooh, and did you get the pear and blue cheese ice cream from Salt and Straw in Portland, Oregon? I oh, did. I had my it favorite. Now, see, I, I was expecting to have to take care of you children, so I got it imported from Portland weeks ago. <laughs> and you know how Huzzah! that ice cream is. I'm ages. very much looking forward to this ice cream now. We're all good, right? <laughs> Too bad it melted. <laughs> so he's like, ah, okay. Well, if you're oh, all ready, I'll... blue cheese ice cream. Oh, <laughs> melted <now>. Pear and blue cheese. Oh, oh, no, no. Uh, I already so... don't really like blue cheese. <laughs> I don't know about it in ice cream. That's disturbing. Uh, but uh, uh, he gets up to kind of get to the ice cream and he goes, Oh, oh no! <laughs> oh. What? What is it? What do oh. you see? My, my refrigerator, you know, it's been on the fritz for weeks now. I ordered a new one. Um... I ordered a new one, hasn't arrived yet, uh, but apparently it looks like I ordered it at just the right time because unfortunately, children, I do not have ice cream for you. However, I will make sure that I can make amends. I will go down to the Jewel Osco myself and I will get it for you. Um, Thanks I, so much. You're all, you're all respectable adults. <laughs> he kind of like inflates your egos. It's like, I'm sure that maybe a, a, a little bit of time with me away should be fine, correct? Well, how For long sure. are you going to be away, Mr. Corbett? I mean, I, I don't know if, like... 
I mean, maybe we could watch a movie if you'll be gone that long, or just a TV yeah. show, do you think? Oh, yes, I have the VHS of Jurassic Park, if you'd all like to watch that. We could put that on. Uh, yeah. A good time. Uh, just don't go anywhere, and I'll be right back. So he puts uh, Jurassic Park on for you, and he... What's a VHS? <laughs> we get everything on Laserdisc. I know it's not out yet, but it's the future. <laughs> Um, but yes, he puts on Jurassic Park for you all, and he leaves the house. You see the Dodge turn on and leave the house. Oh, you guys yeah. think there's any way we could save that pear and blue cheese ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just eat it like soup. Opposite gazpacho. So did so did you guys not? Uh, see the creepy baby upstairs? No, no, but we saw something fall through the floor before we could really make out what it was. Yeah, and there's oh. a old crib in that room and a lot of pulled up floorboards. I don't understand the old crib because, I mean, if it was his daughter's room, I assume since she was eight, she would have outgrown a crib. But then again, she didn't speak at a seventh grade level. So maybe she did. <laughs> so I guess that all checks out. <laughs> so it makes sense, actually. Oh, I did find a journal upstairs talking about his family, his loss of his family. And then now he seems excited with the idea that he might get his family back, which combined with the crib is creepy. Do you think he found Jesus? <laughs> I think he found Satan. That's all it was. He just <laughs> you're, you're this whole story is a morality tale. Life as he finds <laughs> salvation in the fact that he misses his family. <laughs> but when you say a new family, like he found somebody. He didn't really go into specifics, but he basically said that he would be with them again. So not a new family, his old family. Yeah, it. there was also a book up there, and it looked like it might be written in Latin. I don't know if Fitzy have been, one of your private classes have learned how to read Latin. Yes, actually, I took uh, AP Classics earlier last year. You oh, know, just for some languages? fun. Some light reading, some light school work, yeah. Do you remember the title, Lee? Oh, what? Uh, just what the name is? Yeah. No, I can I can go grab the book and bring it down for us to look at, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> Bunch of kids reading from a horrible book in an Eldritch Horror game? It's going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, I could try to decipher it. So I did take the classes. Just make sure to read it out loud, you know. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Really put your pipes into it. <laughs> but for the best acoustics, I think we should all form a circle. <laughs> and, and also, you know, just say it like you're chanting it. We could probably get a couple candles because it's getting chilly. <laughs> yeah. Should we hold hands, guys? <laughs> Do we need, like, to, like, maybe, you know, blood sacrifice anything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> We should have held on to that maybe, hand. What the hell? Maybe, maybe we should I repeat everything you say just so we make sure we're saying it correctly. 
<laughs> and we have to say it all together. And I'll make sure to say it in Latin and then in English. So we're all on the same level. <laughs> Instead of just translating it to English, I think it's important that you guys also hear the way it was spoken. It means a lot to me. <laughs> um, so uh, if you want, you could go grab that book, uh, both books, and bring them downstairs. Um, uh, the book, uh, what you get out of it. Uh, well, I don't know. Do you want to look at it? Sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. Would you roll something to see if you can read Latin? I have a scholarship too. Would that count for it? Yeah, and I, I have research works. one. Uh, a scholarship sounds about right. I want to say it's a scholarship of, oh God, this is an old book. It's a scholarship of six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm using both my points. <laughs> All so then it's okay. a four, four or higher is what you got to get. Five. <laughs> nice. So uh, the book cover reads Liberi Vonis, uh, to which I actually don't know what that translates to in Latin. I want to say white book. Um, that seems about right. Uh, but uh, what you get out of it, just brief glimpses, you would have to like really, really bring it home, read it, study it for a while. Um, but you you uh, get some neat things, things that say like uh, resurrection. Uh, resurrection. Spell. Spell. Uh, other things that are involved, like uh, body and stuff like that, and uh, summoning. Necro. Yeah, really bad, really scary stuff. You see drawings that are very scary for a child to see, um, combined with the fact that this was locked up. <laughs> um, combined with the fact that uh, Lee literally Beetlejuice, knows that Beetlejuice, this Beetle. Oh wait, no, when... <laughs> no, that's not the one. Um, <laughs> but uh, Lee literally knows that this book used to belong to a cult. <laughs> so everything about this book is very scary. Hey, Lee, you buried the lead here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't mention it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, and while you're looking at it all, you're kind of like leaning over each other to kind of look at the pictures in this book and it's kind of creeping you out from the basement you hear oh jesus oh god <laughs> sorry i haven't gone to the bathroom for a while <laughs> i wouldn't want to use the bathroom in this place this place is creepy how far away do i live like across the street uh i want to say you all live in the same neighborhood so a block or two I want to run home as fast as I can and grab my crucifix cross and run back. You can probably just grab one off the wall. He has them there, even though he's a Satanist. He's okay. not a Satanist. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I think Mr. Corbett's a Satanist, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pegging him as a Satanist. <laughs> I want to run back to my house and grab my uh, my dad's revolver. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> It's just the 44. God. That's all it is. It's fine. <laughs> but yes, that's what you hear uh, come from. What direction was it coming from? Down. Under you. <laughs> yeah, because I want to say you're in the front room right now. So there's a fireplace, a uh, coffee table, a couple couches, TV, tube TV, uh, VHS player playing Jurassic Park. <laughs> the virtual oh. boy. In a virtual, yeah, he's got a whole bunch of systems hooked up to it. You can tell that the systems aren't normally hooked up to it. Uh, like he brought them out specifically for all of you because he loves you all so much. <laughs> I don't know that I want his love. 
Not anymore. So, um, that that was freaky, right? Great guys. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. freaky. I don't want to go down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, want to draw straws? <laughs> See if it goes down there. <laughs> I think I think we have to check it out. I don't think it's gonna go away. <laughs> I mean, if he like kidnapped somebody, we don't just want to leave them to die, right? We sounds could like Jesse's volunteering. The police. <laughs> police, get out of here! <laughs> what are you doing? What do you think about that? <laughs> We're children. We can handle this. <laughs> Such a good point. <laughs> I don't think my driver's permit can help in this situation. Hey, officer, we have this photo of this uh, chopped off hand. Human there hand. seems to be radiation in the back. Oh, no. It's a viable option, but we'll see how well calling the police on the world's best Samaritan in town goes. One thing my dad always told us is to never talk to the police. <laughs> and always shred, shred, shred. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. They were hiding something. <laughs> you oust yourself. That so is Jesse going down to check on what that noise was? <laughs> I mean, we can call the cops, but I don't know if they'll believe us. I, I, I've, I've heard people calling the cops around here before, and they never believe the the kids or the young people. And what if they don't find anything? Then we're here alone with Mr. Corbett after we've called the cops. This seems a little scary. Does <laughs> <laughs> your dad work for Enron? <laughs> That's with a what now? Who told you? Now? <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? Uh, <laughs> he works for Sega. <laughs> no, your uncle works for Sega. Your other uncle works for Nintendo. Sega does what Nintendo don't. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, who wants to die? Who wants to die? <laughs> Look, guys, we all saw the book. We all know how crazy it is. Uh, but I think we have to move forward. All right. So either we just leave this fucking place and hide out for a few days until our parents come, or <laughs> I think it's behooved of us to check out either below us, the basement, or the greenhouse. So since I'm the idea somebody. man, <laughs> Sorry, what? I'm, the idea. I'm worried that he kidnapped somebody and he has them in the basement. All right, let's check the noise out. Let's just go as a group. It'll be safest that way. Agreed. The door to the basement opens on its own. <laughs> oh, it's like it hurt us. Oh, you know, I think we're gonna be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go upstairs and hide under the bed? <laughs> I am not okay. So, um, who's going first? <laughs> I feel like I should take something with me, but I don't know what to take to a, a Satanist basement. Is there a flashlight? Maybe we can find a flashlight. Oh, good idea. Yeah, yeah. you can probably find one. Um, I want to say somebody roll a, uh, let's say, three point preparedness test. Sure, I'll do it. What's funny is this thing is. have to be prepared, but like in the '90s, like all of like the adults had like flashlights in those in those emergency drawers in the kitchen. Yeah, well, preparedness basically means you get what you need in a situation where you're looking. Uh, for okay. I mean, I have my glow in the dark yo-yo. 
<laughs> That'll work for the three <laughs> seconds it's charged. <laughs> um, I guess I can roll for it. What do I need? Uh, it's just a three-point preparedness test. So uh, whatever you have in uh, preparedness, you can uh, bet towards it if you want. Okay. Uh, I will bet one point towards it. Sounds good. So then you need two or higher. I got a four, so I didn't nice. even need to bet at yeah, all. Yeah, so you find a flat, you open the big drawer, you know, the big drawer in the kitchen. Yeah. You open the big drawer, and there's a there's a couple of flashlights in there. I want to say two. Okay, all right, I grab both of them. You hand them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so like, is there like a like a light switch that we can pull on down there? That's yeah, the it's one of those uh, dangly light switches right yeah. above the the basement uh, stairs. Okay. So you get to the basement door, which is now open mysteriously. Um, and it's just dark when you look down it, uh, and then you see the dangly light switch. Okay, um, I, we're all down here, right? <laughs> Not just me. Well, yes. you're at the you're at the yeah. stairs entrance. Oh, okay, so you haven't yeah, gone yeah. down. So I, I tried to I tried to turn on the light switch. Oh, of course. I'm right behind you, Smashley. Smash. What? <laughs> I, I said I'm right behind you, Smashley. Smashley. Okay. <laughs> I like that Ashley has twenty nicknames. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I'm just, you know, I'm so cool that I'm not going to tell you what I want to be called. <laughs> uh, Ash Black. Ashley. <laughs> like Ash Ketchup. <laughs> no. All right. Um, but uh, the light switch does not work. Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so we shine the flashlight down the stairs and see if there's any obstacles that need to be overcome on the stairs. Lee, I think you should have the other flashlight. You're a photographer. You know how to direct light. That I do. So, what you see at the bottom is it looks like when you shine the flashlights down, it's a staircase that leads down, and then there's a wall, and then there's a door to the left. And almost almost serendipitously, as you shine the light on it, that door opens. And then you hear... This person just making this the, the sound effects for the door? <laughs> yeah, something it's, weird going uh, on. It sounds... Uh, not, not great. It sounds not necessarily human. I don't know. It could be anything. It's hard to tell at this point. Like it does, does sound, it sound sort of like a little bit, but also Dusty, put, your head, put your ear to the ground. Put your <laughs> no! ear to the ground. <laughs> On the stairs. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you see uh, stairs leading down and then a door open on the left. A door literally opens on the left. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess hey, I don't want to be there. last, but I don't want to be first. So, no. Okay. I guess like I'm the oldest, so I'll go down first as long as ever other people are right behind me. I'm right behind you. Thanks. Right behind you. I'm two behind you. Exactly two. <laughs> you get to the basement what you see is it looks like a very dark utilities room like there's a uh uh like switcher box on the wall and then you see like almost like rows upon rows of like linens drying um so it's almost like a maze of just kind of like linens hanging and stuff like that that are being dried in the basement you see of course you see like laundry uh equipment like the uh, uh, the dryer and the washer and everything like that. Uh, cabinets that hold supposedly cleaning utensils and stuff like that. And then other things you find in a utility basement kind of thing. Um, there's another door that seems to lead more uh, deeper into the basement. 
Uh, it seems like a very expansive basement. Uh, when you open it behind you, it's just like a wall and then like basement in front of you. So like there's nothing behind you or anything like that. Okay. Um, with our flashlights, can like we try to cautiously proceed? Proceed through the basement. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd like to spend or do uh, looking around the basement? Can I use my notice me senpai skill? <laughs> notice? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, would you like to use any uh, points in it, or just uh, use it as as a general thing? Yeah, I have two, so I guess I can use at least one. One is enough. Yeah. Um, what you notice when you're all kind of looking around and stuff, you get to that uh, other side, like you go through the wall and you get to the other side. It looks like it's more of a food storage. Um, and there seems to be some refrigerators in that room. Uh, all of them seem to be locked with padlocks, but they're those kind of low refrigerators that lift up to kind of like open and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, this room just has a few of those in them. But what you notice when you're also looking around is that the light kind of catches one of the walls in a weird way. Um, it's almost like that wall is made out of something else that the other walls are not. Can I use I my intuition? Oh, no, go, go ahead. And to see you what knock on the like. wall to alert the people. <laughs> like no, soft knock, like, uh, like one of these, like you're trying to find a uh, stud. So you, uh, yeah, you hear, doom, 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 like it's hollow on that one. Ooh, ooh, guys, it's hollow. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <was> very metallic. -y. <laughs> it is a little metallic. -y. Huh. As long as it's not fleshy, then I think we're good. <laughs> Do we hear anything else in the room, or has that like moaning thing subsided? Uh, you don't hear anything just yet. It seems like whatever it was only kind of pipes like in occasionally, but not <laughs> right now. Can I check to see if there's any of the pear and blue cheese ice cream in the coolers? <laughs> the coolers are locked. You can decide to open them if you'd like. Yeah, I want to try to open one. Uh, you would have to filch them, and I want to say it's a filch check of eight. They are locked tight. And they all are right, locked I'm going to use all three of my points and then hope I... You would need Whoop. to get a five or higher. Okay. <laughs> I'm never going to filch. Why not? <laughs> Four. <laughs> you try to mess with so the close. lock. You break the lock. Hey! It doesn't open, though. Oh. You break whatever tool you have inside the keyhole. Yeah, it locks it even further. <laughs> I want to try to filch one of the uh, other uh, freezers. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's a check of eight. I'm going to use all of okay. your points to try to open these freezers. I only had three, so I'm in the same boat. Let's see. Ah, six. Six. All right. So here's what happens. Uh, you managed to open it, and it looks like it's got those same coolers that you saw in the back of the van. Um, the the weirder thing that you see is uh, when you lift up the lid, there's instructions on the inside of the lid of the freezer. And it says, uh, baby needs, uh, and it lists like ounces of food. And it seems like a lot, like a lot of food. Like uh, it, it needs like so much of it. And it says daily, like every single day. And there's like checklists. There, there's like a kind of like sign off sheet for every day that it's been done. Uh, and he seems to do it like at least once a week. Uh, is he feeds whatever mm -hmm. this thing called baby is? Um, and then there's another one that says uh, 
uh, little one. Uh, and then uh, that also has sign off on it um, occasionally. It's just, it's it's weird. He's been seemingly feeding something, whatever is in these coolers. And you kind of already know gonna, what's in these coolers. I'm going to yell, is there a kidnapped baby down here? And see if anything happens. When oh, you God. do that, when you do that on the other side of the wall uh, next to you, the one, you know, the hollow wall, you just hear, and it sounds like really It's scary. a raptor! It's a raptor! It sounds <laughs> like an yeah. for one night. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like uh, something very large mimicking the sound of a child. It sounds like an angry cat. <laughs> it's a cat. It's just a cat. It's, all it's like a cat that's being picked up that doesn't want to be picked up. The way you described it made me think of that bear from uh, Annihilation. Oh, God. Ah, oh, that's the worst. A little bit, though. <laughs> well, well, so it's on the other side of that metallic wall. That that wall? Yeah. Uh, also, okay. as as you look at that, uh, you don't hear... You don't see it until it's already done. The door to the basement slams shut. Awesome. Cool, 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 cool. And that's when you notice that something's glowing underneath the, the wall. The the hollow wall, it seems. There's like a purplish kind of glow. Jesse, you recognize the purple glow. It looks like the same glow that's in the garden house. Yeah, and that's what I tell them. I'm going to get one of the coolers and um I'm gonna, so, hey guys, I wonder if there's a demon behind this wall. I'm gonna take this cooler just in case there's a demon. I can feed it so it won't eat me. Oh, it's so one of the little coolers. <laughs> just to like hit it or whatever. That makes sense. You got, the, you got the a little lunchbox. picnic coolers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Just a snack for later, you know. <laughs> it's just enough to distract a demon so it doesn't bite me. I just don't wanna get bitten. <laughs> Seems perfectly logical. See, that's a great idea. And I also reach in for a bag, but it like catches on the lock I popped open and sort of spills on my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just blood in a hand. And just, this Brandon's one has just, a foot in it. And Brandon's it just sabotaging himself. <laughs> <laughs> I like your idea. Uh, I'm in the darkness, you don't quite make out what it is. Something kind of swings from parts of the rafters. Just, it's Quasimodo! Because <laughs> you know how basements sometimes have those, like, exposed rafters? Uh, it, something is, like, kind of monkeying, swinging from, from one to another. and then, it, But it's, like, oh, only occasionally God. in the darkness. Can't quite make out what it is. Are there I any intuit windows? that something is hinky. Very, very hinky here. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any of, like, those basement windows that's just, like, at the very top of the wall? No, Nothing. which so is against code. Enclosed. Yeah, it's uh, there should be, but there is it a not. very young? Is it a very young Sia who's swinging from some chandeliers? <laughs> Just getting it in early. <laughs> yes, currently your situation is there might be something in the basement with you. It's too dark to find it, and it's too fast to get a light on it. Uh, and there's a hollow wall next to you, and you have a bunch of coolers seemingly filled with body parts. <laughs> oh, and the door's shut, and you can't get out. So it's going well. Yep. All in all, a good day for Cthulhu. <laughs> are, are there any tools in the room? 
like digging uh, tools or what would you like to find like gardening roll, tools uh if you if you want you can roll a preparedness check to get something but what would you like to get what would be really helpful right now crowbar gardening shears i like that a garden shears or, or, or crowbar, crowbar. crowbar. We'll just stick with uh, we'll go with crowbar. I want to say crowbar is pretty easy down here. Um, in fact, it's a little too easy. Uh, you, roll me a three preparedness. Okay, I'll spend two points. Make it happen. Okay, cool. So yeah, you find a crowbar. It's like kind of lodged next to the coolers for some reason. I reach out for it and take it. Yeah, you're good. Pick it up. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Corbett might have a fire extinguisher down here. You know, he's very prepared. He seems a very safety-minded person. Can I see if there's a fire extinguisher down here? There's not a fire extinguisher in this room. Unsafe. Unsafe. Yeah, there's a lot of code breaking in here. That's um, our main problem here. It's just, this is not up to code. Somebody's got I am going to report this guy. I we need think. to call the police. <laughs> Someone call the fire marshal. Guys, Bill. we should write our senators. <laughs> Dusty says, slow zoom is patriotic music plays. He eats a tic tac. Continue. <laughs> Sorry, I was saying, like, you know, Dusty's just like standing there with his arms, like at his side, like, and looking up and like a hand towards the future. Like, you know, like a superhero. <laughs> Something swings from the bars in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I immediately duck behind Ashley. <laughs> but yes, what would you like um, to do? You have a crowbar now. Throw it at um, it. Well, it's moving so fast, we can't even get a light on it. So quick. Um, should I Can maybe try, try to the get the door open? Yes. Yeah. Or maybe I should pop open some more of these uh, fridge full of food. Now, which fridge. door are you talking about? Are you talking about the basement door or the potential mysterious wall? How is the door we came in from? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the safe Unless... bet, right? <laughs> you don't want to do the safe thing, right, guys? <laughs> I'm not wild carding here. Safe thing. Yeah. yeah, I think in reality, I want to get the hell out of here at this point. I want to find yeah. the sad baby. Who, where is the oh, sad you baby? You can stay down here and you know and talk to the sad baby if you want to. Fine, give me the crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll throw it back. More yeah. I drop it on the ground because I'm terrified. So it's on the ground now. Yeah, it's <laughs> so on the ground. You can have it. No, let's get the the upstairs door open first, and then Fitzy can take the crowbar for the wall. There's a dark secret to the sad baby. That's why I want to find it. <laughs> I must follow the sad baby. <laughs> so I pick up the younger again, sister. I, I, I jam it in the door we came from. You try I, to I try do to that. Pull. You like, try oh, to do that. When you go to hit the door to the basement, it's almost like some sort of like purple like light just kind of forces you back from the door. And then you hear the and then a couple bangs. Like, uh, it's almost like something thuds against the wall enough to make like dust come from the rafters a little bit. It scares whatever's in the rafters a little bit. Uh, and that thing kind of moves around again. I'm more scared of the dust. <laughs> you get in your lungs. Could be if you're more scared of the dust, you should lead us into the next the next room then. 
Yeah. I'm not That's, scared of that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty's definitely not scared of that. <laughs> His name is Dusty. <laughs> this is how I dress myself. He's scared of dust. <laughs> so good. Uh, so you're trying to open whatever this mysterious wall is then? Yep. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's trying to open it. Smack the wall. If anything, Dusty, if anything happens to you, your mom will get at least a thousand dollar bonus. I want to say you hit the wall a couple of times trying to find like one day an, off. an edge to like kind of jam mm. it in to open it. But what just hitting it a couple of times, it goes <laughs> and it lifts up like a laboratory door. And on the other side of it, the, there's a fully lit laboratory and it looks fairly. Uh, it's not exactly in the best shape, probably because uh, Mr. Corbett or whoever uses this lab, probably Mr. Corbett, uh, doesn't expect people to visit it, so he doesn't exactly keep it clean. Um, but uh, there's like kind of a fluorescent light in the ceiling that you see. The room is tinted in greens and whites, kind of pale greens and whites. Um, but sitting on the counter are these strange plants you've never seen before that are glowing kind of a purplish um, the lab is a very kind of like open lab. There's a drain in the basement, like in the flooring and like kind of an operating table uh, that is covered in dried blood. Um, there's dried blood leading to this drain in the ba in the floorboards and stuff. And then uh, the worst part is that there is a door leading off to the right and above it in kind of child's like, you know, font. It just says baby's room. <laughs> I've never oh. seen the end of Little Shop of Horrors, but it ends okay for everybody, right? <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> um, I guess okay. I'd like to check around the lab to see if there's any more, like, evidence of what's going on here, just quickly. So you're just taking pictures and everything like that with your camera? Yeah, just taking pictures and stuff. Uh, do you want to use photography as a skill? I would. One point, please. One point. Okay. So you tend to investigate a bit better when you're using your camera. It's almost like you, you focus more on details when you're taking pictures of them and everything like that. You're, you're Polaroid <laughs> camera. Um, and uh, uh, one thing you notice is that, uh, A, these planets, uh, these plants do not look like they're from Earth. Like, they look all sorts of fucked up. Um, some of them are glowing a weird light that you've never seen before. Some of them start to move towards you when you look at them too close. Uh, and they, like, kind of, like, they look like flowers, but then they kind of, like, open up with teeth. Uh, but they're all too small and almost, it looks like it's a tray of harvested plants. Um, not all of them are fully dead or anything like that. However, like, these plants are not to their full potential, let's put it that way. Uh, supposedly, in theory, the plants that are in the greenhouse probably are a bit stronger than these ones. <laughs> uh, but these plants uh, kind of, like, try to reach out for you. They look like they're dangerous. Uh, I want you to make a cool check of two. Because seeing something kind of ethereal and otherworldly is a little weird. Just barely made it two. Nice. So you don't lose anything. It's weird for sure, but like maybe these just aren't... You're 12. Maybe these just are plants you've never heard of before. Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, uh, that's something you catch. But yeah, you, you're taking pictures of everything. And then all of a sudden, something reaches down from the ceiling and grabs your camera from your hand. 
Oh, that is not cool. I'd like to hold on to it or try to grab it back. You're kind of like fighting it. Uh, let's say, give me an athletics check of three. Whatever is trying to grab it is not very strong. Oh, man. I'm going to use one point just to make, sh- make sure I get it. Four. Four. Okay. So uh, you, you're like, first you're trying to grab it, and then you look up to see what it is. It's this horrifying, weird little monstrosity. It's wearing like a kid's t-shirt, but it doesn't have like half of its body. Imagine two very long arms and then just like a head that's just kind of sewn onto it. Um, and like the eyes kind of poke out on stalks. And like its teeth oh, are just man. like, <laughs> and it's like making like creepy baby noises and stuff. And like it's trying to grab your camera. It lets go because it's getting resistance. And it kind of does this weird cartwheel back onto the floor and then kind of twirls around. And you see it in the doorway that the, you know, the door you opened. And it just kind of goes, and then the door shuts. <laughs> uh, everybody make me a three cool test. <laughs> hey, let's make it a four. Make it a four cool test. Ooh, All right, I'll use. I'll use two of my cool points. <laughs> I got a five. You got a five? What did I say? It's a four point? Yeah. Okay, so you passed. Oh, I got uh, a six. Darn. Lee, it sounds like you passed, right? Okay. I'm going to use uh, Fenson, you passed, but you used some, right? I used two, so okay. I took it out. I got one. Oh my. I spent one and I got one. So <laughs> but, here's the thing. Because you spent one and still failed, you lose what you bet and the total value. So you lost and five. Three? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and then Jesse, what'd you get? Uh, I spent two and I rolled five. You spent two and you rolled five. Okay. So uh, everybody who lost cool, uh, depending on how much you lost, tell me how you lost your cool a little bit. Uh, Dustin, you'll go last because you lost the most. <laughs> uh, so I um, I uh, screamed really, really loud and I fell into one of the benches or the, the tables. Oh, no. <laughs> so you lost your footing and screamed. Uh, Fenston, how do you lose your cool? Because you lost like two or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I spent two um yeah so i saw that horrible t-shirt it was wearing and my just fashion senses were overwhelmed of how awful it was uh, not even noticing how creepy the creature was just being like oh my god elmo what <laughs> tie-dye elmo shirt i lost it and in my fit of just confusion and chaos and craziness I swirled around and I slammed onto the floor and I proceeded to um, accidentally eat one of Dusty's fallen Tic Tacs. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, Dusty, you lost the most. You lost five points of cool. What's that even put you at? Oh, I'm at zero. Oh, God. How, you did something extremely embarrassing that nobody will ever forget. What, what happened? Did you poop yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling more violent, <laughs> but I could I could try to come up with something sillier. <laughs> yeah, I mean your kids don't be violent. <laughs> I was just just gonna say that. Uh, well, maybe this is too much of that. Jesse's scream startled me so much that I threw my crowbar into the darkness, and my arms fell back toward the tables with the teeth plants, and I got chomped on. Oh no! Uh, on my on my wrists. 
I pull him out. I want to say there's a a weird visceral reaction your body gives you from getting bitten by these otherworldly plants that causes you to do something really embarrassing. And I want to say that's like you basically sneeze and just get snot like everywhere, like all over yourself. And just like, just you're just covered in in that. Everyone's going to call you Booger Boy if they find out about this. What if what oh, you if, propel it? Sorry, go ahead. So I was gonna say, what if the plants bit him on his butt and he had an allergic reaction because he's allergic to plants? His butt grew so big that it split his pants. <laughs> just big butt. You got big butt and you sneezed all over the place. And everyone's gonna remember this. They're all gonna remember this. They're all gonna laugh at you. Come <laughs> can, can I use my uh, for, can I use my first uh, first aid to help out big butt? <laughs> yeah, you gotta suck it out. You gotta suck the. Oh, the no, I'm good. <laughs> the tic tac no, was enough. No, thank you. <laughs> the tic tac was enough. But um, essentially, you got locked in this room with this horrible little that horrible little thing, whatever that thing was. Uh, fenced, and you definitely recognize it as fitting the silhouette that you saw the first night. Um, and apparently, its head comes off because uh, as it was like stomping you know it it pressed the door almost to like kind of waved you it picked its head off to kind of go like that and then the door slammed <laughs> like, okay um but as it did that uh baby's room starts to open you just see and there's like a fog that kind of comes out from under it the lights seem to get sucked out like the the it starts to get dark as this door starts to slowly open uh, on the other side of it, it, it's very, very slow. Like, you have, like, at least ten minutes. That's how long this this door is taking to open. But what you hear on the other side as it's opening is just, like, something slamming against the walls and just, like, this otherworldly-sounding baby that's just, like, and, like, you, you can't really tell what it is, but whatever it is, it's cranky, and it's waking up. Um, but, yeah, you just hear... It's like this is this door is slowly starting to open. You have about ten minutes to act before start the door freaking opens. out and start quoting Austin Powers, Fat Bastard. I want baby be back, baby back. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mad spiral. That's how you That's spiral my the madness. You quote. Just start doing all these Austin Powers references. <laughs> so we have ten minutes to figure out what the hell to do. Uh, does uh, Jesse still have the cooler? Yes. Oh yeah, you have the little the little cooler. Yeah, the handheld cooler. Um, I'd like to look at the um door that the the chimpanzee thing ran through to see if there's like a keypad or something like that. There is a keypad to open it. Does anybody know Mr. Corbett's birthday? <laughs> Calmly asking <laughs> this is everyone's like <laughs> 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 No, but I'm very good with computers. I might be able to hack it. I'm also good at computers. I'm ah. gonna. Uh, I'm then you gonna. Try. Yeah, I'm gonna try to um, like short circuit it. Ooh, that's a good idea. Uh, so like, that, I like crack the face open and see if I can like make the wires. Mess with wires to see if you can get it open. Uh, yes. With that, I want to say that is a computer's check of ten. It is a very advanced machinery. I'm going to spend 10 computer points. Nice. Nine computer nice. points. <laughs> nine, nine computer points. Nice. 
Uh, so you're you're messing with that. Maybe it's gonna work. Maybe it's gonna work. What's everybody else doing in the meantime? I'm gonna go find the crowbar since it got thrown across the room. <laughs> Pick it up and arm yourself. I'm gonna arm myself. Sounds good. Um. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, like, since Jesse is working on the face sleep lock thingy mechanism, I can. Can I can uh, take the cooler and uh, you know like maybe play some defense or something with the with the, the food. <laughs> Chuck it at it if it gets too close. Makes sense. Um, uh, I decide to take uh, Dusty's blown up pants because now I assume he's in his boxers because his butt exploded or some of that. I decide <laughs> to take the scraps, <laughs> the, the scraps of those pants, tie it around one of the uh, the plant's pots. I start to drag it, and I'm gonna try to use that as a weapon. Seeing what happened to Dustin, <laughs> just in case somebody goes around. Weaponize the. Plants. I'm just gonna chuck it at whatever comes around. And the dust. I'm just looking for like any sort of loose cloth or anything I can hide my shame in. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably some sort of uh, operating smock or something. You don't know what used to wear. It might be a body. <laughs> but hey, at least you're better, than, it's better than a butt. Uh, Jesse, you're messing with the lock, and you hear the the door lifts up, and Mr. Corbett is standing there, uh, and he he sees everything that's going on, uh, and he's just like, "You kids need to get out of here!" And like he kind of like uh, it, it, like gets into the room, gets between uh, the door of Baby and you guys, um, and just kind of like tries to kind of force the door back down. You see from under the door, some sort of tentacle comes up to kind of try and grab the bottom of the door to kind of force it open. And Mr. Corbett's like, everybody needs to get out of here right now. (laughs) As he's like kind of forcing the door open and he's like pointing to get out of the door. The door that Jesse unlocked stays open. Um, And there's kind of like this otherworldly light coming from underneath the door that baby is seemingly coming out of. All right, well, I leave. <laughs> I leave. Yeah. Thanks, Mr. Corbett. Thanks, Mr. Corbett. Did you get the ice cream? Did you come back with the ice cream? So it sounds like everybody runs. Yeah. So uh, you run out of Mr. Corbett's house. There's like a light, like a purple light coming from the basement uh, as you stare at it for a while. Maybe you all run to Fenston's house because he literally lives right next door. Um, and, uh, the light kind of seemingly goes off for a little while. There's a couple neighbors that, like, you can see them peeking out through their windows, like, looking at, like, what's going on at Mr. Corbett's house and stuff like that. And then the light slowly fades. And everything seems to be quiet again. But you don't really dare go back to Mr. Corbett's house. Like, you saw a lot of stuff in that basement, and... You're you're kind of terrified of everything that could go on there, but you—it's one of those things where all of you are in disbelief, and you're just kind of staring out the window, looking at Mr. Corbett. Is Mr. Corbett going to come outside? Like, is he is he going to be okay? Did he manage to stop whatever was in the basement? You don't know, but you're all in such panic disbelief, you don't even realize hours go by as you're just watching from Fenston's window, just seeing if he woke up. You pass out. I want to say maybe around like 3 a.m. of just watching for hours on end, uh, holding your breath almost. Um, and just, you know, you, you don't know what happened to Mr. Corbett, but time goes by. Uh, you don't see him the next morning. You don't see him after that. Your parents come back. They're mad. 
that Mr. Corbett left you alone at Fenton's house. But they're also concerned because in a couple of days, like basically right when they get back, um, there's a for sale sign outside Mr. Corbett's house. And his house seemingly appears to be empty. Um, everyone in town misses him and there's rumors that fly every meetup about possible reasons as to why he left without saying anything. Uh, you checked his house after seeing the for sale sign, uh, sneaking in to see if he left any evidence that you could find of baby's room or the, the library bonus or, you know, anything about this church of contemplation. Nothing. It's all gone. That secret room. It's like it was never there, like paved over everything. Um, no evidence of it ever being there. Um, people don't necessarily believe any of the evidence you've shown. You've watched too many horror movies. You're, you're good at making props. The, everybody has different reasons for why they don't believe you. Um, and nobody knows what Mr. Corbett is doing these days. Uh, there's rumors maybe he was a criminal on the run. Uh, everybody has a different rumor for why he left. Uh, he may have changed his name and moved to a different country for all you know. But... Uh, you have seen some things that you can't explain. Uncovered a new world of mythos and mysteries. Um, these things you can't overlook. Uh, you have a duty to get to the bottom of them. Uh, so you guys start a little club. Uh, a little mythos mystery society, as you were. Uh, to save the world from the other world that lies beneath. A little teen detective club. And before we end for tonight, what do you guys call your little detective club? So it was a big decision, and we couldn't come up with one on the spot, so I gave them time to think about it afterwards, and what they ended up settling on was the Trapper Keeper Club. So with that, I don't want to hold you all much longer. We're already reaching 11 p.m. Um, we, uh, I'm Dave. I was the keeper for tonight. We're going to go around and introduce ourselves, so the way that you guys all do this is tell us your real name, tell us who you played as, tell us if you're doing anything on the internet where we can find it, and then tell us what your favorite part of the night was. Um, who would like to go first? Because usually I just go from left to right on my screen, but if, if you're all new to this, I'll go with whoever's ready first as opposed to uh, that angle. I can go first. My all name right. is Mike. I played Lee, and I don't exist on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but a ghost. Uh, what was your favorite uh, part of the night? Oh, man. I would say um, probably... Coming up with the plan to uh, uh, get Mr. Corbett to leave the house, like actually like brainstorming like a solid plan. That was really good. Yeah, that was a good. I was just like, how's it gonna get to do all this without Corbett just being like, don't do that. <laughs> so that was like a really good strategy y'all came up with. Uh, who would like to go next? I can go. Uh, my name is Gina. I played Jesse. Um, I am not public on the internet. Um, my favorite part was uh, being the lookout at Chuck E. Cheese. I um, picked like good. the boy band fandom as like a, just like flavor, and I didn't really expect it to be useful. <laughs> and it became useful like a lot. It was so <laughs> it useful. Was really good. <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, who else would like to go? Or, I can go next. My name's Alicia. I played Ashley, and um, I'm not really, uh, yeah, I'm not really on the internet except to watch videos. <laughs> um, my favorite part of the night, I think, was probably, you know, picking up the hand and not knowing what it was out of the cooler. <laughs> But also distracting Mr. Corbett, like, in the kitchen and, like, have, having, like, a battle of the boy bands kind of in the kitchen. 
Uh, speaking of which, I kind of forgot about that hand being left at a Chuck E. Cheese's. I actually did have an ending thing for it. I just didn't write it in my thing because I wasn't expecting anyone to do that. So uh, as far as how that shakes out, uh, you see on the news that somebody was arrested being tied in conjunction with uh, a mysterious package being left behind a Chuck E. Cheese parking lot. Um, and that uh, this person was arrested, but apparently uh, whoever they were lived alone. So whatever the weird little girl was, this is somewhere on the loose or something. <laughs> I don't know. That's not creepy. Not creepy at all. Dustin or Fenson, who would like to go next? Okay. Save the best for last. Um, so my name is Brandon. I play Dusty. Uh, you can find my OnlyFans at... No, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not really on the internet. No, um, tell us. Tell us what it is. <laughs> I literally was. I was literally gonna do that that joke, and I was like, "You can find me at OnlyFans at Saucy Mossy." It's <laughs> very good. Good name too. I subscribe. Damn it! Damn it. I can never come up with a good name. That's such a good name. Yeah, it's literally the only thing stopping me. <laughs> I just make pasta sauce. Just only fans is in my guy. Hey. And you occasionally <laughs> spread it all over your body. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I mean it's only fans. <laughs> uh, <Pasta>. Keep going. <laughs> and my favorite part of it right now um, was earlier in Chuck E. Cheese. I forget, like, Masi was fainting, like, he never had um, pizza before, and he said, I'll have one of those, but he meant, I'll have a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I'll take an entire <laughs> That's, That's what I, I said. Love that. That's what I meant, like, when I was like, your dad can buy you a whole Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I'm like, not this pizza. You... <laughs> I loved it. Uh, yeah, and I'm Masi. I was, is, Fenston, R. Fenston, Fitzy, Fitzwilliam. Uh, I'm not really on the internet, uh, and I was gonna say that honestly, it's funny you said my your your my thing was your favorite part. My favorite part was you with the when you were sneaking around, putting the ear, pushing the ear to the floor, wearing the trash bags and the <laughs> the banana peels. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> Amazing. It's a uh, shoot, very uh, Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I am Dave. I was the keeper for tonight. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Mystery Mythos. You can find us on YouTube at the Mythos Mystery Society. You can find us on Twitch at the Mythos Mystery Society. You can find us on TikTok at the Mythos Mystery Society. You can find us. Uh, that's it, actually. I think that's it. <laughs> but like, um, uh, my favorite part of the night was, uh, God, there was a lot of really good ones. I, I think my favorite part of the night was the awkward dinner with Mr. Corbett because <laughs> that was very fun everybody's just like this guy might be a serial killer and he's like i love children <laughs> i love children so much i'm making one <laughs> I'm, I'm making one in my basement <laughs> i truly want to know though like about the baby because <laughs> i'm so confused if his daughter was eight why was there a like a whole crib set. Well, you got when you make a baby out of human body parts. 
you still keep you a bit get, of crib. You still have to start from scratch, you know? <laughs> yeah, still you gotta do two hour, every two hour feedings every and everything. Two hour, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, as far as MythosCon goes, uh, tomorrow we will be doing, what the hell is tomorrow? Tomorrow is Sleepaway, uh, which is a summer camp counselor uh, horror themed, a bit more serious leaning uh, RPG that I will be in, uh, being uh, moderated by Ty because it's a GLM, DMless system. So uh, that's what we'll be going on tomorrow for MythosCon 2021. And with that, we are the Mythos Mystery Society, brought to you by Schmuckies. Schmuckies, did anybody have anything? No. <laughs> schmuckies. No. Yes, uh, Schmuckies. <laughs> uh, it goes best with peanut butter and when it's served by Kepler's mother. <laughs> there it is. <laughs>